What's up, walkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk. Uh, Brett and Jeff here. No Allie today. Unfortunately, she has a case of the Darth Plague. Get it? It's like one voice just suddenly went silent. (laughs) And we all felt it. But Uh, we hope you come back. Thank you. We have uh, another edition of the Topical 10 for you today. Let's do it. Uh, The Topical 10, in a nutshell, for you new walkers, is an episode type where we try to address all the recent Star Wars news items in 10 minutes or so. Um, These are like the buffalo wings of the Skywalk. Rapid fire. Not a full meal, but delicious. Um, We have some quotes from Ryan Johnson uh, at Star Wars Celebration. This one coming by way of MovieWeb, who caught up with him there. Um, He talked about Poe Dameron. And he basically said that The Last Jedi, the movie, The Last Jedi, will more deeply explore Poe Dameron, who he is, what he's all about, what he's made of. Um, that's kind of a no-brainer. He was a little bit two-dimensional Keep in The moving. Force Awakens. Right? Keep moving, yeah. man. Not it's, much to talk you know, about there. This is like, you're not, you're not telling us anything new. Right. If, if you didn't, you know, explore these new characters, like, why are you making the movie? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and so. frankly, they didn't have a third dimension in Force Awakens, the majority of them. Now, here's here's where things take a turn, though, okay? All right, because uh, it's it's one thing. It, it's good that J.J. Abrams set him up with some good characters, mm-hmm. right, to use going forward. But this next item has just continued to chew away at my faith in J.J. Abrams and what he <laughs> did on, on The Force Awakens. Okay. Now, again, I want to just put up the disclaimer that we know that he was extremely rushed when developing that movie. True. Okay. So you had... Uh, Two years. You had $4 billion going into the purchase of Lucasfilm for Disney, and they wanted a very quick return on investment. Okay. So, well, two years, I, I don't know. I don't even know. That, that encompassed a lot of things. To even write the script was a really, really, really tight window. Okay. Um, so this one's really cool, but also a little disturbing. Uh, this is from Entertainment Weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in an interview with our pal Ryan Johnson talking about J.J. Abrams. And he said, yes, the big favor was I asked – let me preface this with this is regarding The Force Awakens, right? So that was made by J.J. Abrams, but Ryan Johnson knew he'd be taking on the next one. So he knew he was going to get episode eight. Yes. So so it says uh, the big favor was I asked if R2 could come with Ray. And if BB-8 could stay behind with the Resistance. Originally, it was BB-8 who went with Ray, which makes sense for the story in a way. But I asked, can you do me this solid and switch the droids? So kudos to Ryan Johnson for arranging the R2 and Luke reunion in Episode 8. Thank you. Um, what it tells me about J.J. is that... The Force Awakens was maybe too much of an intellectual exercise. Like, how can we fit the pieces together? Someone else in writing about it um, kind of compared it more. Basically was saying that The Force Awakens was made more in the way TV is made, where you're kind of coming mm. up with clever... Plot device. Clever, right. Clever solutions and plot devices. Whereas, to me, Jeff, mm-hmm. Star Wars is all about feel, Right. Even Mark Hamill. Right. So I don't know if you heard this, but at celebrations, he was kind of lamenting the fact that one Han died without Luke or Leia present. Now, I don't necessarily think they should have been there just for feels. But the fact that they never had a reunion, the fact that we will never get the three of them together again. Like what is up with that? Right. And again, that tells me this was more of like maybe an intellectual exercise than like feeling. What should this be? What should this feel like as a Star Wars movie? 
And, and probably the same thing with this BB-8 thing, where it was like, oh, BB-8's our new character. He should be going with Rey and accompanying her everywhere. And it's like, wait a sec, hold up. Luke Skywalker is more important still, <laughs> at least for this. now. <laughs> right. At least for now, let's service the Luke Skywalker storyline better. Now, here's the part that <laughs> has me feeling even less confident in J.J. Abrams. Really? Yeah, and the job that he did. So I don't know if you got to the second part of this article, Jeff. But uh, now, you know, I, I noticed that there, you know we're taking a little bet here. Yep. But are you trying to say that Force Awakens, the movie, uh-huh. is slowly losing status um, in the in the rank of eight? No, I think. Well, think of it this way, Jeff. Did we have we not done everything we could? made a good faith effort <laughs> to have faith in JJ <laughs> and say, all right, some of this stuff doesn't make sense, but we're willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. We're trying, we're really trying <laughs> to give you the benefit really of the trying. doubt and hope that these things all get explained in The Last Jedi. Right. Jeff and I off air, before we started recording, we're talking about the whole, you know, is it... <laughs> I think it's hilarious. You must have found something or somebody must have called you a chauvinist for not liking the fact (laughs) that Ray is all powerful already. Like halfway through. I just thought it was a little convenient. That's all. It is a little convenient. Think about the fact that she uses Obi-Wan's Jedi mind trick. Where did she pick that up? Okay. I mean, come on. She does the, you know, you will let me go and drop your blaster, whatever. Like, where did she even get that? Okay. <laughs> like, Luke had no idea you could do that until yeah. he saw Obi-Wan it, do it. It's one thing to pour into somebody's mind. It's another thing Allie to tell them what love, to do. By the way, Allie's going to love how we're railing against Star Wars The Force <laughs> Awakens right now. We don't, you know, I still really enjoy it. I still, I, I still hey, really enjoy it. Hey, the, I still have it still above the prequels. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, the, but the thing is, we're trying to give J.J. the benefit of the doubt, yeah. and everything that comes out just makes it harder, okay? <laughs> J.J. had BB-8 going with it's Ray. Like he should have just kept quiet. Right. Just don't – yeah, nobody – and here's the funny thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson here is trying to praise J.J. Abrams like, oh, hey, he let me do this. Okay, here's the next one where he's trying to comfort the fans. Right, but instead it comes off as a backhanded compliment. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Okay, so it says um, – uh, this is by way of Birth Movies Death, which is a great uh, site for movie news. Um, they said, The Last Jedi director also had some comforting words for those stressing out about Luke's role in the film. Comforting. After, after seeing him so so little of him in The Force Awakens. Right. So, so again, this is his. Ryan Johnson's trying to comfort us. Like, don't worry, y'all. Luke Skywalker's going to be in this a lot. Like, it's all about him. Which automatically says that him not being in Force Awakens right. is a snafu. They know. They know, okay? Uh, But here's what Ryan Johnson said. Talking about Luke, he says, figuring out where his head was at was the very first thing I had to do when writing the movie. Ding, ding, ding. J.J. Abrams had no clue where it was. Exactly. Okay, I'll continue. I'm going to continue. Uh, I had to crack this. And it had to be something for me that first and foremost made sense. Which means it doesn't make sense. Exactly. (laughs) He continues. Why did Luke Skywalker go off to this island, Johnson says. A question everybody's asking. <laughs> Apparently, J.J. Abrams doesn't know. <laughs> and then the, the last thing, that was the starting point, and that's what the entire movie explores. So that's the good news, is that the entire movie, The Last Jedi, Star Wars Episode Eight, explores what's Luke thinking, why did he do what he did, where's he going. And here's my thing. You're telling me they couldn't have added at least five minutes 
to Force Awakens to, you know, at least give us a tidbit of what's going on. Because he didn't know. It's like, what? What are you doing out here, man? I, I had this theory, Jeff, and I might have mentioned it on the podcast a while back. And if Ryan Johnson doesn't know, that's very telling. Yeah, right? And, you know, of all the people who should know, right. it's Ryan Johnson. Again, uh, silver lining is... I'm glad it's Ryan Johnson trying to figure it out, and not J.J. Abrams in light of all this. True that. But the fact that he didn't know, apparently J.J. didn't know. Like, what else doesn't he know? Does he not know who Ray is? Does he not know who Snoke is? It's really funny, but what you're saying is very similar to a conversation I've had at work. Yeah. Well, we've had a lot wow. of these conversations at work, Jeff. We're kind of... No, uh, no I mean about work. Oh. oh. <laughs> but but oh, keep going. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Keep oh, going. Well, hold that thought for my analogy, okay? Right, it's, it's pretty much like J.J. Abrams was tasked with building a highway, mm-hmm. not even knowing where it's supposed to end up, yep. okay? <laughs> So he builds this highway. He's not even sure what direction it's going. So, you know, when The Force Awakens ends, Ryan Johnson may take this hairpin turn now in that highway just to redirect it to where it should be going. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he also built a whole bunch of random off-ramps <laughs> That's just, the problem. just in case. Just because. Right? So there's these things in, in, in The Force Awakens where you're just like, oh, who's that character? They seem to have a little bit of importance. Feels like maybe we're going to find out more later. And, and you're thinking at so the I'll time... I'll just build this, build this in just in case Ryan wants to go that way. Exactly. Because I have no idea which way this movie's going. Exactly. So previously, I would watch it and think, oh, they must know. Like this character is going to play some role, right? Like, um, like the the Crimson Corsair mm-hmm. was a super cool character. The dude with the red helmet, Captain, and Phasma. The Maz- Captain Phasma, same thing, right? <laughs> That's the thing. Is I have a feeling. Again, the good news is Ryan Johnson can now. I, I, I think he has a pretty good idea where this is going. But when you think about The Force Awakens, and we were talking on the last episode about how people are angry, mm-hmm. and we have no idea why, and they don't even seem to know why, now it kind of all makes sense, because J.J. Abrams didn't know why. Exactly. And Lawrence Kasdan, who helped him write the movie, didn't know why either. To tie this all together tie is the very reference. last bit. I, I did say what the good news was. Now there's more bad news. And uh, again, this is a week or two old. Um, the Last Jedi's Ryan Johnson shoots down reports of involvement in Episode 9's story. So uh. just when we get on the love boat with Ryan Johnson, now it's like, <laughs> oh, hey, no, I'm not actually doing anything with fact, Episode 9. We're switching boats. Right. Because I don't know about you, Jeff, but like seeing everything, everything they said at Star Wars Celebration about Ryan Johnson, I mean, like he is, he's basically the Anakin of the Star Wars directing universe. He's like got the highest middle chlorine count of anyone. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it. Don't say it. I'm sorry. I should bleep that out. You know, he's Zoom. like he's like Spielberg and Lucas all wrapped into one when they were in their prime, in yep. their heyday. And he's going to do amazing he's things. He's got the lightsaber and the whip. And it's all in his hands now. So I'm thinking like, oh, cool. Not only is episode eight going to be great, but episode nine is going to be great, too, because he really knows where it's all going. Well, he says, I haven't been involved in writing nine. Simple as that. No input whatsoever. I don't get it. Mm. I mean, I'm sure that he had... Some input where it's like where, again, I refuse to believe that there's now a second director of a second movie in this trilogy that still doesn't know where things are going. (laughs) I I think at some point somebody had to decide, hey, can I just think this through to the end? So at least the next guy. I do have a little bit of trepidation about this. I do, too. I do, too. And and it's disappointing that he's not doing nine because Colin Trevorrow is doing nine. Mm. 
right? And and I was okay with him directing it, but hoping that Ryan Johnson was writing it, because that is what they said a couple of years ago. What yeah. I'm hoping for with episode nine, if, if Ryan Johnson is apparently no longer involved, and you know what? No wonder, because here's what they dumped <laughs> on him. We just talked about it, right? right? They just dumped everything on him, and we're like, hey, hey yeah, you know that you movie? <laughs> JJ doesn't actually know where any of this is going. So can you just figure all of this out for us? But here's $4 billion. Right. Well, yeah, sure. But, like, that's a daunting task. I mean, I'm sure he needs a break mentally from working on this thing, especially because he had to do all that. It Is wasn't just laid out on a platter for him. I don't know. I don't know. What was he going to do? This dude's going to be drained. And here's another question, Jeff. Like, what is going to happen? Okay, so now you have, you're going to have this stable of directors, right, mm. who have worked on these Star Wars movies. So you've had J.J. Abrams. Yep. Then you had Gareth Edwards, who made Rogue One, which mm. is universally, mostly, really well liked by Star Wars fans. Uh, now you're going to have Ryan Although Johnson. I've seen hot takes in the other direction. Yeah, yeah, sure. Certainly, right? But overall, Gareth Edwards is really well liked right now. Like his Godzilla movie is really awesome if you haven't seen that yet. Um, he makes beautiful movies. Really cool. So are these guys going to get brought back in? You know, are they going to start like, well, hey, let's give another one. There were rumors about Gareth Edwards potentially getting another uh, anthology movie. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense down the line. They're going to keep making anthology movies. I have to believe that. This is the guy with the hat, right? No, 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 no. You're talking about uh, what's his name? The Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Good grief. Um, Dave Filoni, uh, who who directs Rebels. Yeah, he'll probably get one, too. But I'm saying like – I can see him getting one. They kind of have this interesting scenario now where – all of these different people will have directed Star Wars movies, and they could kind of look back five years later, like, "Wow, everybody really liked that one. Let's get him back in." That would be—that's kind of good. I think that would be kind of neat. So that means all of this is just a test. Yeah, <laughs> could be. I don't think that was the intention, but I'm just saying it could happen. Mm-hmm. Although most directors. By the way, cool that you know that. Which part? The who I was talking about. Oh yeah, <laughs> to Chef. You know, we just. I know, no, no. We're we're, we're, just, we're on that other level, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like in. Uh, I don't know. One of those movies where some kid is in a room full of toys and just laying on teddy bears. and <laughs> That's okay. us in the Star Wars world. Right, right, right. Let's just give the walkers an idea of what to expect in our next episode. Nice. Assuming Allie is feeling better, we'll get back in here and we're going to talk about Allie's ranking of all the Star Wars movies. Yes. So we're going to go best to worst or maybe worst to best. I don't know. And uh, also, we want to ask the fans to submit their rankings of all the Star Wars movies. And we'll discuss those as well if we get them in time. This is Brett. This is Jeff. And we're just two dudes talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk.